up. There we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Best of Five series. Um, here's this pizza. John was wrong, and I was right. Um, and speaking of John, that's John over here to my left. That's John Velociraptor. Just insert last name here. And then all the way over on the end, that's Steve Ace King offsuit. Insert last name here. Jurek. 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 That is Jurek. I've been here for like how many years now? You've been here longer than I have. So quite honestly, I think that's very disrespectful for me. So I apologize. You're such a bogart. <laughs> I am a boy. <laughs> I want you to know that was 100% motivated not to like point the finger but just to to say, like, I, I hope you're not accidentally putting Bogart into, like, slides and stuff, because then the chat and myself will rip you apart. But it was just an honest mistake that all of us could make, so that, it's fine. No, that was not an honest mistake that I made. That was an honest mistake that my phone made. My phone. Um, it, 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 you gotta, gotta own up to shit, man. I mean, I, sure. I own up to owning a phone that does that. You know, that's <laughs> that's I'm taking responsibility for that. All right, fair enough. Bogart, phone's fault. I believe it. Hey, speaking of believing it, could you believe that I got the patch note date right and then they decided to delay it? And then could you also believe that I got the Tekken 7 uh, uh, Season 3 patch note release date right? And then they decided to make it a typo on the site instead of the actual date. They just did, did it to make sure that you weren't, you didn't look right. Cause, cause you cracked the case. You really did. The case. I made a rookie mistake and I'm going to say this while enjoying pizza and dwelling on my mistakes. I made a rookie mistake where the, the last bit of information was a vehicle for more information and not more information. What's six plus four? fucking 10 and that's when Zafina got released I just I just missed one step just missed one step that's okay you know who hasn't missed a step who quite a few people Puzera and Die by Sword each have subscribed for 23 months are you ready to hear how crunchy this pizza is by the way you know who else is crunchy to, ready to hear how crunchy this piece is OS Pith who has subscribed to, for their 15th month we thank you for that. And, and last but not least, Ryu Dragon, subscription number three. We, we do thank you for continuing to support us. We really do. A gentleman you. and a scholar. Yes. Thank you. Always, always. Um, so, Steve, what happened this week? Things, Want to do a recap? Things happened. Uh, lots of things happened. Another week with multiple events on multiple pro tours. Uh, we kick it off with the first week of the Street Fighter League, Season 2. Second verse, same as the first. The big story, Samurai, started things out in an 0-2 hole, ran it back all the way once again. For the, the There have been 11 regular season rounds. This is the fifth time he's, come, he's, he's done a reverse OCV. Would, would you say he's the king of the 0-2 hole? No, because I memorized the O2 hole master. I don't know the way you said that. It got my mind going to weird places. Your mind is going to weird places anyway. <laughs> True. Uh, so, uh, so his team Frost got the win. Spirit with a three zero, uh, and Team Gale with the three one win over Punk's team Inferno. Those are the standings through week one. We got nine more weeks to go, so plenty of Street Fighter left. Uh, kicking it over to Dragon Ball Fighters. We had a Tenkaichi event out in Malaysia, Penang Esports Festival. Uh, again, a familiar name at the top of the list, Goichi. Five for five now in terms of uh, DBFC World Tour wins. The only event he didn't win was one that took place the same weekend as an event he did win. <laughs> so he has easily, obviously he won uh, uh, the automatic qualifier, but he is easily uh, coasting into the number one seat. Kazunoko with a second place finish, strong weekend for him. Matoy running, 
rounding out the top three. If we take a look at the global standings, we see Fenrich with this performance has locked up one of the top 12 spots, which means he has clinched a place in the DBFC World Tour Finals. Uh, you see Matoy now above the cut line with his strong performance. So, But still six events to go, so plenty of time for that uh, to change. Uh, kicking it over to Tekken, and a place we've never been to before in terms of these global world tours, South Africa. The first ever, I know it's the first Tekken uh Pro Tour event on the African continent. It might be the first major fighting game, international fighting game tournament on the African continent. Uh, Cape yeah. Town Showdown 7. Did you guys get the chance to catch any of this? I did not, but I heard a lot of good things. I, I was able to watch a good chunk of Top 16 as well as very, very little of Pools. Uh, but Iron Fist, shout outs to her. Uh, she was the one who knocked Reaper Rabbit into pools or into the losers bracket. That was a really, really good match. Uh, but it was Freaky who came over from Thailand to get the win over South Africa's Daxt, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, Dark Tempest representing Kenya, rounding out the top three. K from Angola getting top six as well. So plenty of African representation out there. That's good. That's cool. It was very yeah. cool. No, that's super neat to see, right? Uh, we're discovering more places with a good Tekken scene. What? Well, what was the uh, like, kind of like the level of competition that you saw, Steve, when you did watch? Like, how were they compared to um, you know others that we've that are more established? Um, I will say that uh, you know Reaper Rabbit is someone who has entered a lot of tournaments. Uh, some of the Asian tournaments hasn't done nearly as well, uh, typically as they did here. Oh. Um, Grant, I, I will say, though, that there were quite a few drops, but you got to chalk up a lot of that to tournament nerves. Um, this is, like, the probably the biggest stream that any of these players have been on. I think it was up yeah. to 10,000 viewers uh, during Top 8, which was really cool to see. So, um, so, but, I mean, it's it's not like everything is going to be like, oh, there's a... You know, everyone is instantly going to be on the level of Arslan Ash. But still, this this could be the start of a mm-hmm. player of that level coming up, which sure. is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at the global standings, not a big shift in, um, in things. JDCR did get a win at a, uh, a dojo event, which we will talk about a little bit later. Um, as did a seam this weekend. So now we've got a three-way tie uh, for the last two spots in the finals as of right now. But still, plenty of Tekken to play. Mm. Uh, speaking of that event, it that event was DreamHack Montreal. The main event of DreamHack Montreal, as far as, far as fighting games go, was Mortal Kombat 11. This was part of the pro competition. And this was all killer, no filler. There was only like 85 entrants, but it seemed like half of them were in the top 20 of the pro standings. It was ridiculous. Um, But it was Ninja Killer who came out with the win, beat Sonic Fox 3-0 in the grand final to get the win. Uh, Deoxys and Kivox Reborn getting top four as well. I mean, you look at not even the names in top 16, but you had players like um, Katana Prime. I, I forget which pool it was, but it was like Katana Prime and Scar and I think Dragon were all in the same pool. It was, if you follow MK at all, it was ridiculous. Um, if you look at the global standings, we've got just four events left. Dragon. Did with this weekend's performance did clinch a spot in Final Combat 2020. I my favorite name of all time when it comes to championship events. Uh, you see, just outside the top 12, tied for 15th is Big D. Um, this was a big weekend for him because after uh, after Dreamhack, he went to Twitter and announced that he was retiring from 
competitive play. He's still going to be around the scene, uh, but that's going to be it for tournaments for him. So we, we do wish you well in whatever the future holds for you, Big D. Uh, looking elsewhere at DreamHack Montreal, this was a big event on the Smash side of things as well. Hungrybox got the win in the singles melee tournament. Uh, good weekend for Mars. Uh, doubled up uh, with the singles title and the doubles title in Smash Ultimate. And JDCR, as I mentioned earlier, got the win in the Tekken 7 tournament, which was a dojo event. Uh, we did also have a couple of uh, Capcom Pro Tour events uh, and some new fa- new faces were kind of the uh, theme of the weekend. Uh, down in Brazil for Toreta Championship, we had Zenith get his first ever win uh, at a CPT event, taking it over HK Dash in the grand final. Shushu uh, rounding out the top three there uh, for probably his best weekend. Uh, he, he's done well in non-CPT events, but this was his best CPT finish by far over the past five years almost. So good to see Shushu back in the mix of things. He's the same person that went to uh, the Capcom Cup a couple of years ago, right? Yes, I believe he was the replacement. Shushu. For... Soccer player. Yeah. yeah I, I forgot who re- he replaced. No, I thought he made it. Like, like he won one of the oh, online. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, that was the year that uh, him and Knuckle do qualified based largely on uh, online performances. Mm. That. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. That was all me. All you. I, I appreciate you. You're welcome. Um, we the other big event that this past weekend was PPL Fighter Masters. That was the Chinese premiere event. And it ended exactly as we thought we would. Uh, Hot Dog 29 against Kichipamu Zangief in Grand Final. <laughs> uh, so, Dang. I yeah. heard Kichipamu like, choked hard. It was... Um, it, I mean, it's nerves. Because, I mean, this was Hot Dog. I think it was only his second Grand Final at any CPT event. Not a premiere. But Look at these other names. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you had Tokido there, Fujimura's there, NL, who's been super, super consistent this year. Uh, QQ, whenever he's been able to travel, he's done well. Uh, crossover, crossover, mm-hmm. representing the Dominican Republican top 16. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, we had a Zangief in a grand final of a premiere event. You can you can uh, take your drink now. Finish your drink, actually. Because that's, that's, that's deep that's, on the list. And it's got to it's be a finish a bottle. Like, I think that might be, yeah, I think that, and you know what's funny? So after this happened, I saw a lot of people on the Twitter complaining about Zangief. What? Yeah. Well, like, what do they say? I don't know if I believe you yet. Tell me what they said. No, it's straight up like, oh, brain dead character. He's like, oh, I think the funniest comment, the funniest comment I did see. And it's not, I don't think it's necessarily wrong, but somebody called him a walking casino. That's that is the type of salt. No, that's it's not super accurate because Zangief is at such a disadvantage that you can't you can't give him shit. But that is the type of salt that comes from him because it does feel like at its core, command grab is like a 50-50 sort of situation. Um and you know, in some respects, yes, but it, it takes a lot of skill to win with Geef. And absolutely uh, yeah, so so I, I get why those things are said, but they're super not accurate. Yeah, I do. I do like the fact that somebody called them a walking casino. Just like imagine <laughs> a giant fucking slot machine yeah. walking towards you. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> like, no, like, um... I'm wondering if these people have just like like hung on to these tweets for years and like, okay, next time Zangief makes top eight or makes grand finals. We're gonna we're gonna put these out, and they've just been sitting on them for like two years. Just like fuck it, might as well. This is as close as we're gonna get. Like they have something hilarious written for each character, and whenever that character wins, they're just gonna start sending those out. Like they're workshopping them. Oh man, dude, that shit's still pretty funny though. Either way, but um, I I do want to say one thing. Um, seeing Hot Dog win was pretty cool because he's been uh, like the cusp of breaking top eights and winning for a while now. Oh, yeah. And this wasn't just his first premiere event win. 
This was his first CPT event win, period, in the entire history of the tour. Yeah. So, great to see him break through. Mm-hmm. And that and has... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to make a joke about saying that he has proven to us that hot dogs are indeed tasty. Yeah. Yep. Um, it also moved him well up the standings in the uh, CPT leaderboard, if we take a look at that. He is now in the top 10. From outside the top 30. So now he, he's, he's gone from on the fringes of qualifying to in really, really good shape just off of this one weekend. Uh, Fujimura also, uh, with his top eight performance, officially locked up a spot in the Capcom Cup. So we, why does NL get... All right, all right. I, I, I need you guys to know something. Mm-hmm. NL is in yellow because my graphic editor just does not like copy paste for whatever reason. And I shrunk that to to the right size. I put the right formatting on it and it just decided, no, we're not going to do that. Well, I wasn't going to ask Steve. It's completely acceptable. It bothers me. It, it, it burns me in my soul. Your, your type A personality doesn't like that. Oh, it, it's just, oh, I don't know. I need orders and lists and perfection. Kichi and no yellow. Yep. Kichi it, it definitely is now. yellow. I in on it. It definitely is yellow. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to make sure. Go ahead. Kichi Pamu. Kichi Pamu is in qualifying position now. He is Sounds like you're trying to summon him. The last person in, but we've still got a dozen events to go. So, plenty of time for that to change. For Kichi Pamu. For Kichi Pamu. Catch up. Uh, this weekend is another busy one. I, I, I should also point out that there is a uh, uh, Dead or Alive uh, online event that is wrapping up right now. Um, I don't have the results of that in front of me, but uh, I'll tweet those out once I get them. Uh, this week, we've got... Uh, round two of the Street Fighter League on Thursday. And then a few events uh, coming up. Te- Kumite in Texas, uh, part of the DOA and Tekken World Tours. Uh, you also have the big one, Tokyo Game Show, which is a super, an, uh, super premiere for the Capcom Pro Tour, as well as an automatic qualifier for the Dead or Alive Tour. Uh, you also have Thunderstruck this weekend down in Monterrey, Mexico. Uh, I just like saying Monterrey. And uh, Sunday, you've got the European Mortal Kombat Online Top 8 for the pro competition. Hot diggity. I did not know Tokyo Game Show was this weekend. Oh, wait. That no. that explains why everybody's stuck in an airport in Japan. Well, it's not even the weekend. It's like starts on Thursday. And it's like Wednesday for us. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. But, man, have you guys seen that? Like, everybody that traveled over there. I guess there's a typhoon. Oh. Off of like that's right next to that was happening right next to the airport. Everybody was arriving, so everybody stuck at the airport. Yeah, there was actually uh, quite a few players who uh, were were not only stuck, but they had to they had to hope that pools got delayed, um, and they actually did. They pushed back pools by about three hours uh, mm-hmm. to allow for players to arrive on time. So yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Weather. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, so from from a person who is a big fan of flying, but uh, I have a fear of airports just because you're in a building waiting for shit to go wrong. Imagine <laughs> arriving at your destination and then shit going wrong. Like that to me is like my the greatest nightmare of my life come to come to fruition. If you're if if shit goes down at the airport that you're arriving at, yes. Because it's I, like, oh, I finally made it. Travel's over. I get to go to my hotel. Never mind. I'm stuck at this airport for the next 15 hours. Fuck that. <laughs> that shit sucks. I'm the opposite way. I absolutely abhor flying. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say you like getting stuck in airports. No, I'm fine being at airports. People watching is awesome. But I, I don't want to be thousands of feet above the ground. I, I, I like being five feet above the ground with my feet being the bottom of the five feet. I am perfectly fine with that. 
Uh, man, I don't know. It's like a car ride except with a better view. That's how I see it. And more people. So I guess worse in that sense. But either way. But, I, you know, different strokes, different folks, right? Isn't that the same? It also uh, different strokes to rule the world. I thought it was everybody wants to rule the world. That's a that's a different song. I'm oh, talking about that TV oh, show. You were, there was a TV show about different strokes to rule the world. It's I'm called sorry. Different Strokes. I've never seen it. Yeah, oh my god! I, I, Speaking I of never seeing the it, old one. I forget <laughs> the old one. Speaking of never seeing it, I forgot to put this in here. Uh, so we unfortunately don't have the trailer. But did you guys catch? The direct, the Nintendo direct. I did. I I I did. I, I actually had a business call that was scheduled for the direct, and then they had to rearrange it for just a little bit before so they could check it out. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm here anyway. So I am very excited for Deadly Premonition two. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That I think that's all we had to talk about from the direct, right? Yeah, that was it. All right, cool. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, they they got the big uh, they got the big what's it called? Uh, surprise showcase and release. Yeah, yeah, they got the big surprise that he was releasing after the the direct ended. Uh, and then they announced, of course, Terry Bogart. We we wanted it to be someone different, but it was Terry Bogart. But that's okay. It's still Terry Bogart and Smash. And that trailer was pretty fucking cool, right? The everybody reaching for the envelope thing. That was you sick. didn't see it in the drive or you didn't download it? I I, I it's downloaded. I forgot to put it into OBS because I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Just pretend you're seeing it. Wait, the, I'll do the I'll do the I'll do the uh I'll, I'll do the news part. Wait, ready? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I, you guys can't see me on camera, but I did it. The geese part got me. I was like, there's no way. I can't believe it. I believe that geese is now in two, is, is a guest in two, but then he whiffs and totally dies, and that was hilarious. <laughs> that, they really got us with it. Between that and Nakaruru. Oh, yeah, Nakaruru yeah. is pretty funny. <laughs> that, that was brilliant. <laughs> Whiff. Uh, Man, I'll... you know, along uh, alongside that, though, they also announced that they're gonna be doing more DLC characters. Whoa, nobody saw that one coming. <laughs> wow, more DLC characters in Smash. People want to bu- throw money at that game so much. And I mean, I, it, there's so many characters out there. Because I think, like, with Smash, you know, with previous Smash games, everybody they added was either Nintendo or had a very strong link to Nintendo. Like, even Sonic or, like, Snake was the outside, you know, that was, he was the outsider. Now, pretty much everybody is fair game. Like, ter- like outside of SNK Heroines, has, when's the last time Terry was on a Nintendo console? Terry doesn't really feel attached to, like, Nintendo. So it's, and it's pretty much open game. So now we were talking about... Fans wanting characters from ev- from every corner of Nintendo lore. Now there we're talking been... about fans pulling from like they want you know Master Chief in the game. They want Goku in the game. They want Sora in the game. And you can't really say that it's so far out of the question that it's impossible. Wait, Terry has never been on a Nintendo console. He has, he has, yeah. But I, I, so I, that I don't rule. associate him with Nintendo. Sure, but you don't associate a handful of the characters that they brought in. That doesn't break the rule, though. I don't think that breaks the dam open for the possibility of these other types of characters. As cool as it would be, and as much as I agree, that would be sick. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it happening yet. Yeah, well, I mean, look, uh, in the direct, Sakurai himself said that like this is like the biggest crossover that the humankind has ever seen in the world, and. It is very hard to think of a game that's going to get this level of a billion fucking IPs in one game again. And speaking of IPs, we got freaking uh, Undertale in there now with the me costume, Sans. Yep, Sans. Man, Undertale, I think, is like one of those games that like fostered such an intense community of people who really like it. And like seeing the rea- like seeing some of the weird rea- like the reaction videos is like 
kind of heartwarming in a, in a sense. It's like seeing people like flip the fuck out when they see Sans on screen. Yeah. It, it, Dude, it, it, go ahead. Smash is making history. You know, like this is a thing. This will, and and who knows how far it's gonna go with all this crossover and like, and like they're they're like a snowball gaining momentum and size and just doing more and more and breaking new ground. And like we're gonna look back on it, I think, and be like, that was the moment where Smash like did its thing and just like leveled up to an all new place for for fighting games. Well, here's a question. You know, where do they go from here? Next console. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a that's a wait and see situation. That's that's one of those things that I don't want to be the the people in the the brainstorming room. It's like, how the fuck do you top this? Yeah, how do you top it? <laughs> Smash Ultimate Two, <laughs> uh, double ultimate, <laughs> double <laughs> ultimate, Smash Infinite. That's uh, a bad word. <laughs> is it? It's bad now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sans. Uh, oh, but aren't you guys excited for Team Rocket? You could be Team Rocket. Yeah, can you? Sick. I, I, you could also be. I, you could also be the fucking ninja from Goemon. I thought that shit was cool. That, I used to watch those cartoons. Of all of the announcements there that weekend, that was one of them. What Team Rocket or Goemon? Goemon. Oh, I like the Goemon stuff. That was cool. I do find it weird that they uh, made Sans and. The Goemon crew, uh, fucking, uh, me characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, people are happy they're in the game. That's cool. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, for sure. Uh, along with that, you know what else got the really big release, though? Aside from Smash, was big old Tekken. Oh yeah, Tekken got the season three patch released midnight Monday morning. And, and people were just so happy to get an update, weren't they, Alon? Oh, no, everybody was happy. Well, like, except for people who made Geese and Katarina <laughs> and Kazumi. I hear there was a lot of people complaining about stuff when the uh, patch notes dropped, like already upset with things. And like the game was kind of reinvented in some ways with the way the wall bounces changed. And I, I don't know the specifics of them, but I thought that was pretty. Uh, that was a pretty hot thing going around the Tekken community right now. Yeah, well, people love bitching about shit. And this is something that Michael Burry posted on Twitter. It's like people love bitching about stuff. And this is one of the reasons why they used to never release patch notes before the game was out. Because all of a sudden now Michael Murray and Harada are getting their Twitters blown up by people being like, oh, you killed my character, blah, 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 blah. Right? Um, but no, uh, the Season 3 changes for Tekken are very significant. Uh, they reworked wall bounces, so wall bounces are no longer like a rare thing. Like they happen more often. Like you don't have to be like perfectly aligned to the wall for it to happen. Mm. Um, every character has new moves, yeah. uh, and they're all like very purposeful, as far as I've seen. Um, I think the characters that got hit the hardest, though, for sure, are Geese, Katarina, and um, and Kazumi. Although Kazumi is like, mm, I don't, I don't know if I would call her getting hit hard right because it's like they just nerfed a couple of things here and there geese they... go ahead no you go ahead you go ahead no the the thing with geese that people are upset about and i don't understand why is if you had full resources you used to be able to get like a three-quarter health combo off of a down jab right they that took sounds that away. unfair yeah and they took that away and uh yeah they like gutted him a little bit you know, you just gotta find a creative a creative it, way of like playing does, that character differently. It doesn't really feel like he's been gutted though. You know, it, it feels right. like they didn't take the sledgehammer to him; they took the chisel. Yeah, you know, they chipped no, away yeah. a couple of those big things, but he still feels like a very, very uh, strong character. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of interested in. Um, y'all remember seeing Bob at a Tekken World Tour event? Ever. Not in Tekken Seven, think, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody plays Bob that intensely. Uh, but you know, you do know who plays intensely is AJP Brooks, who's subscribed for eight months in a row. Thank you. He's a very intense player. Thanks. I, I uh, go ahead. So, if anyone from here on out makes a makes top eight with Bob at a at a challenger or master event, I'll do some sort of giveaway. Because I think it might happen now. I think 
I think it might actually happen. Probably Look, man, not, but... Oh, you're making a mistake. You remember how many trundles Mike had to give away last I'll, time? I'll, I'll, I'll do it for the people. I'll do it for the people. All right. Uh, the one character I can speak to very intensely about, though, is Dragonoff, because I play Dragonoff. And, man, they they reworked that character. Well, they didn't rework him that much. They gave him one tool, which is that he can... Uh, cancel into a crouch dash from his 3-1. That change alone has completely changed that character for the better. Really? Now he's got new combo routes. He's got hella wall carry. Like, he can do, like, 88 damage combos now off of stuff because of all those crazy stance cancels. Uh, and on top of that, his new, uh, his new move, which is an extension off of 1-3, or 3-1 rather, uh, is great for wall carry. And it allows you to get, like, bigger wall combos than ever before. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And on top of that, they also buffed all of the stuff that they nerfed from last season. Like, they nerfed his down two. They made it minus one on hit. Now it's back to zero. They buffed his uh, running two, which, like, those two are, like, his main tools. That, so, so we're going to get the mix-ups of the down two, running two? Yeah. Again? Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, like boy. it's crazy. He has more advantage on block on running two. Uh, he's got more advantage on hit on down two. It's crazy. Congratulations, it's crazy. JDCR. Yeah. Let's start. No, dude, I'm excited. Like winning. No, I'm excited for it. And every character got something very significant, right? Even like with these new moves. Uh, I was even looking at some of the characters, and like, there's very significant damage buffs and like, uh, different like combo route and like. Uh, what's it like a uh, move length normalization so that moves don't whiff when they're not supposed to like it's a lot of like very thoughtful and very uh very important changing mm-hmm. right so I can only see the game getting better from here to it, be quite it, honest it's definitely going to be interesting now uh, remember this week uh, Tech and World Tour events Season three is the season of choice as of now, uh, mm-hmm. but Zafina is uh, not legal until next week's events. Yep. So this will be the last Zafina free weekend you will see. Yep, and rejoice it while you can, because Zafina is going to be an annoying-ass character to deal with. Why is that? Man, she has, so she has three different stances, uh, two of it which duck under everything. Her her moves. So the way she moves is it doesn't look like she has a spine, right? <laughs> she's like just like contorting herself in all these crazy ways. All of her stuff like tends to like go under highs and mids. So it's very annoying when you're trying to like take your turn. She can steal it a lot. Oh man, like her stance, her stance changes. Her stance changes are like fucking ridiculous. Her what's it called? Like I think it's called the tarantula stance. Is fucking creepy as hell. Where she's like moving like a fucking horror movie character. It's fucking crazy. Sleeping Master in chat is uh, calling her Classy Vold- Voldo. Classy Voldo. Mm. That's not too far from the truth. Not too far from the truth. Although Voldo is a classy guy. Well, Although like I don't know how classy you could say because he does show a lot of skin. Although is showing skin classy? I don't know. Either way, that's a di- that's a discussion for another day. Is it tasteful? That's uh, tasteful. That's, that's the word. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Zafina is going to be a very annoying character. In the sense that I think she is going to be very strong, so look out for that. All right. Remember, I'll give away any Bob makes top eight in uh, Tech World Tour. What are you giving away? Uh, something. I'll figure it out later. Giving something. Challenger away. or master event. Challenger. Challenger or master, or master event. event. All right, clip it. Somebody clip it so we have it for posterity. Um, but you know, with a big release like that. Some other people tend to get kind of jealous, right? Uh, a lot of other companies are thinking, oh, man, people are not going to be playing my game because of this big release. So a certain company has tried to remedy that by giving Street Fighter Five a free trial this week. Which is not a bad move. You know, I, I kind of joked about this on Twitter. Uh, I, I said that if you ever forget when the next patch uh or major fighting game releases coming out. Just see when the next uh, Street Fighter V free trial is. But, yep. I mean, it's a smart move in 
with yeah, so right. many games out there, yeah, you, you know, there's not infinite mind share. There's not infinite resources. Anyone who's not playing, who's playing someone else's game, is not playing your game, and so you right. have to have some sort of shiny thing in order to attract players. It's not dumb. I just think it's mm-hmm. funny. No, yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, and it is smart, right? Because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if somebody isn't that into Tekken, but is still looking at like other fighting games and they see Street Fighter Five is free, it's like, oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. See yeah. what happens. And then all of a sudden we have the next, uh, you know, Punk or the next Amezi to get screwed over. <laughs> Uh, But either way, uh, I don't think it's a bad move at all. Uh, And it's also like, it's weird because that also causes a little bit of conflict with uh, Capcom in itself because they had the DLC for uh, Monster Hunter come out last Friday. So it's like, hmm, any more eyes on Street Fighter? Don't play Monster Hunter, play this game. Well, as long as they're getting spent on Capcom, I don't think. Yeah, although although I will say this. I will say this, Ryu is in Monster Hunter World, so I guess that's all right. So it's a fighting game now. Yeah, it's basically yep. Street Fighter at this point. You can uppercut a dinosaur. You can you can sure you can a dinosaur. Uh, I'm not even lying. I believe uh, it. What's next on the docket? Uh, oh, uh, the new, speaking of big patch updates and stuff, uh, BB Tag 2.0 characters are going to be revealed on in Tokyo, or not Tokyo, uh... No, this will be on. Weeks. Yeah, this will be on an Arxis stream on the twenty second. So they will reveal the final five characters uh, to join uh, Blitz Tank and the three other characters that aren't Blitz Tank. Do you need any more characters after Blitz Tank? You, you really don't. The answer is no. I, 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 I mean, I feel bad memeing so hard about Blitz Tank, but it's fucking Blitz Tank. When's yep. Blitz Helicopter? You needn't explain any of your actions, Steve. You are completely within the boundaries of sane and valid. You're and good to go. I, I feel bad for the legit Blaze Blue fans out there that are just like, oh my god, I can't wait for Akatsuki. Akatsuki. I can pronounce that name at some point, I swear. But, oh man. Blitz Tank! Blitz tank! Have you seen the little chibi blitz tank in the in the lobby? Yeah. It's like He's the, the cutest most little adorable bitch. thing. It's the best boy. Man, I all I want to know is when's Blitz helicopter and when's Blitz submarine? Uh, that, that's what I want. That's uh check uh Guilty Gear twenty twenty. Guilty Gear twenty twenty. Which Thanks. by the way I'm we still excited mention, about Guilty Gear twenty twenty, by the way. Um if you are super excited about that, you might want to check out CEO Taku because Uh-oh. they have confirmed in the last week uh, that they will have playable demos of BB Tag 2.0, Guilty Gear 2020, Uniclear, and Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Dang. Oh, I completely forgot about Grand Blue. That game's still coming out? Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's sort of... You know, you have to have some sort of comp- competition for BB Tank. You can't yeah, just well, like, I mean, get all the money un, 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 unperturbed. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I haven't heard anything from it. I also haven't looked, so it's totally on me. Uh, but I completely forgot about Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Uh, I just remember seeing that same trailer roll every 30 minutes at Evo and then dead silence. Uh, but with that said, uh, when is CEO Taku? Uh, that is tomorrow. Uh, no. Tomorrow? Next day. Uh, that is the start 27th. On Wednesday, you doof. The 27th of so, September? Yes. So two weeks Damn. from this Friday. Damn. That's cool. Uh, so that's coming up soon. Uh, and what were the games? It was Guilty Gear 2020, uh, BB Tank. Uh, oh, the new uh, Undernight and Birth. Uh, yeah. Un- new Unist, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy what did we? Versus. What did we dub it? Uh, can, we, can I just call it Unicorn? Because Uniclear is hard to say. I'm just going to call it Unicorn. Uh, you, if you're looking for Unicorn, that's probably a different conversation altogether. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm going to stick with Uniclear just for that reason. Okay, fine. Uh, cool. So so they're going to have the games there. Are, will there be tournaments for said games that um, will be streamed? That is to be determined. I would not imagine so. Maybe you'll see some some uh, Grand Blue on stream 
since that's closer. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know if they necessarily want to show tournament play of uh, Guilty Gear, especially yeah. Guilty Gear, quite yet. That's exactly what people want to see, though. Well, you got to nah. get your hands on it. You got to go to see Otaku. Yeah, that's hard. Didn't we just talk about how traveling sucks? <laughs> uh, man, speaking speaking of things people want to see, though, uh, Sam Show did really well at Evo. Very well received, both in the entrance and the viewership. Yeah. Uh, it got announced as part of the Evo Japan lineup for next year. Yes, sir. And That's you know right. what didn't? What did not? Street Fighter Five. Well, we're still at four games. We're still yeah. at uh, Tekken Seven, uh, Sam Sam Show, Soul Calibur, and BB Tag. We're at this at that point. It will be BB Tank. Uh, there's yeah. still pl and, there's still and I quote and more dot dot dot. On the tweet, okay. so I would I would imagine Street Fighter Five would get there, um, as would I, I, you got to believe Smash would make it. You know they'll they'll, they'll do what they got to do to make the licensing work. Did they have Smash Ultimate last year? Was Smash Ultimate out? Smash Ultimate wasn't out, was it? How long has Smash Ultimate been out? Where am I? What year is it? December. Okay, yeah, so it definitely wasn't out. Was it? Came out mid December. I think it was okay, the so then it did. So then it was out by Evil Japan, right? Because Evil Japan's yeah. in general. Yeah. But they did not have it, I think, is what we're, what we're receiving the word from the chat. Yes. Um, man, that's, you know, I guess it's getting big enough, right? And, like, I, I would say that, you know, Nintendo has been shying away from, uh, Nintendo has been shying away from, like, the esports world. But as I think that, I see here on the rundown that Smash has announced a European circuit we for Ultimate. Yeah, we don't have a ton of details. This was just announced today. Um, but Smash is running several, uh, they're partnering with several European events to create a circuit, which will have a championship event at the end. Uh, as of right now, uh, the tournaments include website just oh there we go uh, Syndicate Dreamhack winner Valhalla Dreamhack Leipzig uh, Tech Republic Icarus and Stunfest so this is going to go from mid from this year in through the middle of next year and I don't know um, what will serve as the final event as of yet Man, oh, Dreamhack, you know who else? Summer, Dreamhack Summer okay. Gamer Till Death, who is the most per knowledgeable person on Smash in our chat. Mm. Okay, so if you need any Smash things, head over to Gamer Till Death. But uh, speaking of things lasting a year and a half, uh, Beats by Noel Brown has subscribed for 19 months. So thanks, Beats by Noel Brown. Uh, much appreciated, sir. Thanks for being the loyal. Well, did something happen? That was weird. Uh, cool. As soon as my phone lets me in, I can see what's next. Uh, yeah, so Smash Circuit. That was cool. Uh, so no more of this Nintendo doesn't like eSports shit. Well, right? I, I guess they're finally dipping their toes in there. They're dipping their toes. I, it, it still feels like they're trying to hold things at arm's length. But this could be, you know, this circuit itself isn't necessarily the big story. It's what could come after. You know, because so Word. many people have been... So many Nintendo fans, so many Smash fans have wanted to see things like the pot bonuses that Capcom and um, uh, Bamco have provided for their tours. They want to see the big attention uh, in-game messages, something like that. Is this the path to there? We'll see. Yeah. And I mean, they've been doing this for a little while, right? Because they had that weird uh, online tournament thing that wound up ending at PAX West last year. Yeah, and they're doing it again. Uh, this month's, uh, the winners get to go to uh, Big House. So, See, and wow, they're even partnering with uh, with uh, an actual Smash tournament. Right, because Big House is one of the big Smash majors, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pardon my ignorance. Uh, John, good job shutting your door. That was very impressive. 
Uh, and last but not least on our rundown, uh, Steve, you want to tee, tee this off as we get a little serious? Um, yeah, so uh, a couple days ago, uh, or a few days ago, I should say, IGN Korea uh, conducted an interview with Infiltration. Um, we've seen snippets of it translated into English. Uh, I have been, I've seen mentions that they're planning on uh, translating the entire article into English uh, in the coming days. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But it's his first interview where he really goes into uh, the uh, allegations of abuse uh, that were laid against him. Uh, he has explanations. What yeah, It gives sort of his mindset uh, to the things that happened. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, pull up the... I'll, I'll have to link it in the chat later. But uh, it, it, it's a very, very long article that's not just about this. Um, but it kind of re-brings, it brings this back to the forefront again. Because, you know, in a few months, Infiltration is going, his withdrawal is going to be over and he's going to be back on the Pro Tour. And he's probably going to win events because he's one of the greatest players in the world. Um. Like, uh, John, I know you had some thoughts on it. Probably go for it before I, I get into it. Oh, um, you know, I, I don't have a ton. It's and, and we only have about five minutes left, and I'm going to need to go pretty soon after we're done. So I'll let you just dig into it. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen, like I said, some, some of it goes into um, his explanation for things. Um, it, it, the, the picture he paints is a very stressful situation um mm-hmm. and some people have taken it as you know it it clears him or at least you know paints everything in the light that he got railroaded um and i speak as someone okay i speak as someone who has been in a situation like that you know not not um the partner who passed away but my previous relationship was with someone who was very abusive verbally. Um, and it sucks when your partner, is, the person who's supposed to have your back doesn't and it hurts you. And I understand, you know, when you, when you have that confrontation, you know, you, you want to do something, uh, but, yeah, and, and, and the way he describes it, he, he just grabbed her wrist in order to stop her from attacking him. And she, he said that she was attacking him. Whether you believe that or not, that's that's your call. I, I, I just think, like, when you get in that situation, you have to walk away. Unless your life is on the line, unless you're in immediate danger, you just have to walk away. Because if you respond to anything with any sort of physicality, you're not going to win that situation. So, yeah. you just... It, it, it's very, very difficult to do. I know that personally, but you just have to walk away from that. Yeah, I um, in in to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit. Um, I uh, I actually have experience with that too, but I don't think it's. I don't feel like that'll really contribute to things. Um, what, what I what I'll say is that I've been really um, reading this and you know kind of researching it. Uh, and this was back when it happened. And it was also when it's resurfaced here with the IGN interview, um, looking into it. Cause that's, you know, part of my job is to report on, on stuff like this. And, uh, I I'll say that, um, there, there's been like definitely bad on infiltration in, in some of this, uh, like he didn't make the best choices. Like what Steve was just saying, um, it, the, the right call would have been to just completely remove yourself. Um, but I will also say that and this is just my own reaction to it. Uh, I don't, I don't read any of that stuff at no point has my, like has like a red flag gone up or something. So my radar gone off and said, I think that this person is a danger to people around him and shouldn't be, you know, around like that has, that hasn't gone off for me in all of my exploration of that. So um, take that as you will. But I, I do feel like this was an extremely unfortunate situation and I'm I'm hoping for the best moving from here on out. But it's going to be weird seeing 
you know, how the, if he does indeed return to competition in the CPT, how people will um, kind of receive him. I guess he was at Evo. So there's that. And, and it seems like it was just fine, but like I say, unfortunate situation. Yeah, I, I, I will say this, you know, I still feel that the punishment was fair. You know, you, we can talk about who was wrong and what degrees they were wrong, but whether, she, whether, whether or not she was in the wrong, in my mind, he was also in the wrong. So I have no problem with, with the punishment he received. So, yeah. And look, I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, uh, learning and growing is all, is always a thing that's happening. So though we can make our mistakes, I don't discount anyone's ability to learn and grow from it. So, you know, I think a year away, it has been good for everybody. Uh, and if he's coming back, which I can only assume he is, uh, it'll be weird for a little while, but I think we all as a community can then move on from it. Uh, now, whether what went down, we whatever side was right, wrong, and I'm going to use right, wrong air quotes because the situation is very messy. We don't know. I don't even think the courts in Korea know that's between infiltration and uh, his ex. So, you know, it's life's complicated, man. And that's what this is what happens when you're part of a big community. Sometimes that complication kind of bleeds in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think the year away has been good. Or not quite a year, but you know, the time away has been good. Well it will have been. Oh right, because yeah, this is this hap- this came out like sometime it was like September or so. Year. But I mean he's still gone yeah. until until next year and probably things don't even get started until around March usually, right? So yeah. realistically we're not realistically we're not gonna see him for like another what is it like almost six months or so. Yeah, at least as far as CPT is concerned. Right. Uh, but yeah, much like we saw him at Evo when uh Samurai Showdown. Um, you know, I think I think things have worked out the best that they could as far as with him and his integration in the community. Right. Which like, I know, think I think that's the best. Is of the that situation. even the most important thing? Right, Probably exactly. Not. Right. But that's the stuff that I care about because I'm involved with it. And everything else doesn't exist because I'm a baby and I don't have any, uh, what's that called? Uh, object permanence? Where if I don't see it, it's not real? Yep. I don't get it. Behind a curtain. <laughs> yep. Does anyone have anything fun to say to end on? Or, or did you have anything more you wanted to add, Steve? Uh, no, you know. Uh, Wait, thing- I got it. Hold on. Still have one more slice of pizza left. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, to we're 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 already bleeding into ultra chat. So yeah. okay, so are we going to say goodbye? Is this the end of best of five for today? Yeah, we'll 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 do black grab on the costumes next week. Okay, that'd be cool. And we also have question of the day for next week as well. So we'll have two questions of the day, if not more. Stay tuned. All right, All right. I'll see you guys next week. This has been John Velociraptor Guerrero. Go look at Event Hubs. That's been Steve Ace King off Jurek. Uh, go look at Twitter. Or are you writing for anything else? Screw you guys. Okay. I, uh, I didn't mean it that way, but that's how we're ending the show on a joke on Steve. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>